everybody welcome to another episode of rebunk my name is scott coming at you live from nashville tennessee and i'm very excited for this episode tonight guys uh, we're reconnecting with an old friend here a fellow tennessean so that's so that's always so cool man so um real quick and again thank you guys for hanging out in the chat i know it's a few minutes late I'm scrambling to get things together here uh i was out there crushing all day and i just uh you know had to pull myself away to come do the show and that's what this is what we love to do right here. So, all right, let's take a look here, guys. So, rebunk.news is the website. I just want to shout it out. Make sure you go there and sign up. There'll be a little pop up to get on the email list. Make sure that you get all notifications about when I go live or any upcoming events or anything going on, because there's going to be some events going on. I'm telling you right now, we got some big things in store in 2023. So, um, you'll see the affiliate links at the top. We'll talk about a couple of them real quick here. Value for value options. Social media, uh, Telegram is the best place to stay up to date with the show. T.me forward slash rebunked news and T.me forward slash rebunked chat. That's the open chat channel for all you, for everybody to chat in and amongst each other. Um, I'm in there chatting away. So um, best way to probably get a hold of me if you need to just hop in the Telegram. T.me forward slash rebunked chat or you can get there also from the rebunked news. Um, all the video platforms and then also on all pod audio podcast players. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you're at and listen on the go. Um, and then, uh, as far as, uh, let's see. Okay. So check this out guys. So this is the t-shirt shop rebunk.news forward slash shirts. There is a link on the main webpage there right at the top, but also, you know, we got awesome designs from big frog t-shirts in Beaverton, Oregon. Shout out to Ryan, Amanda, and the team over there. They do a great job of, uh, busting out these designs when I'm like, Hey, I got an idea for a design and, uh, they'll just put it on the store. So good. They're so awesome. And like 16 bucks for your Beavis. Are you threatening me shirt? I mean, how can you go wrong with that? Right. You see, I kind of updated my background a little bit. So, uh, but the Beavis lives on in perpetuity there in the t-shirt shop. You can always get one and represent that era of the show. And who knows? Maybe I'll go back to it. I don't know, but uh, all kinds of great designs. So go check it out. Rebunk.news forward slash shirts. And actually the t-shirt shop's been on fire. You guys like, thank you so much for supporting the show that way. That's so cool. Um, So the couple of affiliates I want to shout out, of course, autonomy, Richard Grove's autonomy class. I just graduated season eight a few weeks ago. I can't tell you how much I learned. It's just overwhelming. There's a link in the description. So if you go to, go to the description of this episode and click on the link that says autonomy, um, <clears throat> that's going to take you to the obstacle course and you can just see if it's a good fit for you. Um, I couldn't recommend it enough. So, um, and it's a great way to support the show just by going through that obstacle course. So check it out. Uh, uh, just follow the link in the description. And then of course, truthtrs.com. Um, this is a heavy metal detox spray that helps absorb and eliminate all the heavy metals that are in your body from the toxic environment. Um, I've used it uh, on and off for years, and it's a fantastic, fantastic product. Um, you see uh, different um, protocols for like detoxing from the spike proteins, and I've seen zeolites pop up on there. And this is a zeolite spray. You know, I'm not going to go so far as to say like this is going to cure all spike protein related concerns, but I've seen it on several protocols. And this, this is, you know, this is considered uh, a zeolite that you know, from my understanding, is um, effective with that as a part of uh, a protocol. So, also, if you want to become a distributor, if you want to become an affiliate with uh, TRS, there's a link there about halfway down to say become a TRS distributor, and you just order the three pack, and then they're going to send you your own affiliate link, and then you can build a little website like this, like I did, on top of your affiliate store. So, um, 
got the give send go up if you want to just do a quick donation for the show and then the subscribe star you guys so i'm gonna i'm gonna make a commitment of doing one premium episode this week okay i'm so bad at it. look at this what was the last time october 29th god i'm such a scumbag the last time i did a premium episode Jeez. okay but um it's kind of funny because I've, I've accumulated some support on there over the last like year year and a half and I, I have to wait till I get five subscribers to, to have access to that. So I got two right now. So if anybody wants to really support the show, hop in just like for a month as like a $5 a month subscriber. And uh, and that would help me cash out the store there. So, all right, guys, I think that's it. Oh, I, you know, of course, I want to shout out the T-Lab Substack. I didn't bring it up here, but uh, tlavagabond.substack.com. Um, just dropped a fantastic article yesterday. Involving uh, six studies, there's a clip of Ryan just hammering six studies that show how ineffective the COVID shots are. And I broke that down in an article form and brushed out the studies and did some graphics and really, really drive the point home. So that's a great article. We've got a whole bunch of stuff going on. And then, of course, uh, the big announcement you guys I just want to make right now is that, uh, of course, you guys know the the the, uh, the Unjected show, the new show, the Unjected show, you guys. Okay, so this Friday at 9 p.m., episode two. And we're coming out the gate hard. We're not messing around. We're not messing around. We got big, bad Peter McCullough booked, confirmed, guaranteed going to be co-hosting the show with us this Friday at nine. So that's rockfin.com forward slash unjected. And uh, that's all the business. So thank you guys for placating me while we do that. So without further ado, I'm going to bring in my guest, the powerful, deplorable Janet. Janet, what's going on? Hello. Hello. It's been a minute. Been a hot minute there, love. Yeah, it's been a minute. So last time we connected, I was doing Truthzilla out in mm -hmm. Oregon, and uh, I'm probably I was probably complaining about the current state of things in the world out there. And I was like, <laughs> deep maybe you planted a seed deep in deep inside my soul. I was like sitting there like, God, Tennessee, move to Tennessee, move to Tennessee. <laughs> so nice. Like I was like I was kind of jealous. I'm like, gosh, dang it, it's not fair. Like maybe maybe I should look into going to Tennessee. And then look at that. Fast forward, and what maybe here you are. Here we are. Yeah. So. Of course, I landed in probably the most communist part of the state. I was going to say yeah. most liberal city in the state. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I guess I'm tiptoeing my way out of totalitarianism. But, uh, you know, going from Oregon to here, it's a nice transition. I don't know if I'm hey. full on ready to get my cow boots on and, uh, you know, start farming quite yet. But I'm this close. I'm ready. Well, you're partway there because you have a truck. Yeah. Uh, but the good thing is living in Tennessee, uh, math and science are not racist here. Oh. So, you know, yes, in, in Oregon, Oregon it, they yeah. were. Yeah, yep. yep. <laughs> Absolutely. That's such an interesting one, too. Like, mm -hmm. um, have you looked into that? Like what? I, I can't even I remember I looked at it a while ago. Like, what is their justification? Is it like she yeah. said, uh, Kate Brown, who was uh -huh. the governor, said oh, yeah. uh, at the time that math and science were too difficult um, for people of color. That is why uh, they were going to do away with math and science requirements in school because people couldn't figure out how to do them. Okay, so that doesn't seem like, I mean, isn't that racist? Isn't uh, that yeah, racist? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, isn't that racist? To like, to like just. We should have like a soundboard button that says. Yeah. That's racist. <laughs> that's racist. Yeah, that's very racist. You don't, you want to, the, the most ultimate form of like woke, like them trying to be non racist, but just going the just complete fail. It was a, I can't remember, I think it was Lincoln County. It was one of the coastal counties out in Oregon. And uh, this was in the very early on in the pandemic or, or the lockdowns, as I like to say. So very early in the lockdown era. 
um, they instituted a statewide mask mandate. You know, you had to wear mm-hmm. the mask indoor, right. outdoor, the whole thing, like outdoor in particular, right? Mm-hmm. Insanity. So that came down. However, there was one county in Oregon that issued a declaration saying that people of color, black people, don't need to wear masks because it uh, reinforces negative stereotypes. Exactly. Well, <laughs> and and who was it that always wore a mask in the past? That was a slave thing, right? Sure. But the, the whole thing with the math and science being racist and like people aren't smart enough to figure it out. Um, it's not because, you know, per se, it's difficult. It's because they went to common core math yeah. and nobody can figure that shit out. So, yeah, you know. I think I missed that one. I think I missed that one maybe by yes. a few years because I remember doing mm-hmm. traditional math, like regular person math. And so, but I've seen video segments and people kind of uh, demonstrating what common core math is and how it's like, you don't even necessarily need to have the right answer. Is that my understanding? Like, mm-hmm. you know a little bit about it? Yeah. And it's kind of, see, my daughter had common core math and she, mm. and I consider myself to be you know, pretty intelligent and she would come home and like, I need help with this. And I'm like, what the hell? Like I would have to read and then I still didn't get it. And it's like, you have a problem and then you have to like build a graph and do all these weird steps to get the answer. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to show you like the traditional way of doing math. So while she's struggling through common core, I'm teaching her the real way to do math. Good, the traditional way. Be. Yeah. As it should be. It, it was weird. And you know, color in these boxes and stuff. And I'm like, in that, has what to do with your problem? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Color in the boxes. So that was part of the deal. You had to like, yeah, it was like you had to make a graph and like color oh. in certain parts oh. of the graph and stuff. And I'm like, oh okay. God. Yeah. Okay. It was pretty stupid. That's insane. That's insane. And we all know that the uh, science has moved into cultish science instead of actual real science. So mm-hmm. that's, that's probably where the racism came in there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> I always thought, like in my mind, I always thought the racism component to like math was like story problems. Maybe I thought it was like I thought it was like uh, what's what's like Kyle, you know, super white name. Kyle goes down to the store and wants to buy some apples to make apple pie. He's got three dollars, and apples are thirty cents a piece. How many apples can he afford, right? And where whereas opposed, it was like you know maybe 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 if in Kate Brown's world. You know, to make it more equitable, we'd be like, uh, uh, Tyrone has four dollars and he needs to get a pack of cools and some grape drink. <laughs> there you go. I, how, how, how many packs of cools can he get with ten dollars? Right? Maybe, maybe I always thought that that was like kind of what their argument was. I, mean, I, don't, know. I don't know. No, it's because she said it was because people of color weren't smart enough to figure out oh now. God, you know, and they literally you no know, roads are roads are racist too because uh, hello, they're usually black or yeah, uh, gray. Yep. Yep. You know what color are you going to make them where it's not offensive to somebody? To somebody, yes. Yeah. And we just need to get over it, man. We just need mm-hmm. to get over it. But uh, I took a class this last weekend. It was down at um. So this is really cool. This is just kind of a uh. For anybody out there listening, if you're trying to like, if you're a podcaster or any sort of like, if you're looking to do some sort of video production stuff, you might want to check in your local community to see if they have like a local access TV station. So uh, Courtney Turner uh, with the Courtney Turner podcast, who, you know, we're uh, her and myself and Ryan from Last American Vagabond are all kind of coming together and trying to form a little media outlet called uh, Pirate Stream Media. And we, we found out 
she found out through one of her contacts that they have a really legit um, studio here in town. And it's a public access studio at the community college. And we went down there and checked it out. And it was like, these are like literally like top of the line, uh, the type of equipment they have at like network broadcasting, like TV stations. Like it was mm-hmm. crazy. I'm like, what the heck? And so we had to, um, you know, they, all you have to do is you pay like a, it's like a hundred dollars a year. And then you take two classes and you have full reign to use the studio for whatever you want. You book it out like five hours at a time and uh, you can do whatever you want. They only ask for like, they want like a half an hour of whatever footage you shoot for their public access show mm-hmm. or station. But uh, we're going to take full advantage and we're going to start like doing some serious stuff out of that studio. So it's that's like, very awesome. cool. Yeah, it's really, really cool. So you won't you, get that here. But then again, I live in the sticks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What, where, whereabouts again? Are you kind of near Memphis? Um, we are outside of Memphis about an okay. hour. So we oh, cool. live literally out in the middle of the country, in the middle yeah. of nowhere. And so to go anywhere, it usually takes about 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. To get anywhere. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's a good, that's a good distance. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm thinking like 30, 45 minutes. Like my ultimate goal, you know, I, I'm literally like uh, a mile from like the Johnny Cash Museum here in mm-hmm. Nashville. Like I'm in the heart of it. You know what I mean? I'm like, Ew. but my ultimate goal is maybe be about half an hour outside of the city mm-hmm. for sure. Something like that. 45 minutes. That'd be yeah. Good. And I love it because like um, every day there's armadillos or beavers or deer or something in our yard. So, oh, man. That's yeah, amazing. that's that's my life. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> I would give I would not uh, give that up for city life ever again. No, no, mm-hmm. I know I'm working my way towards it. But let's get back to racism real quick. So no, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but on the, other news, yeah. But but the whole point of that story is that we were taking the class, and the guy was talking about white balance. Right, you have to adjust your white balance on right. your camera, and you have to get like, see, here's my white balance right here. I got my knobs. I haven't been able to figure out what a good white balance is for me, as you can see. I'm kind of sliding all the way. Through. Let's see, maybe we'll go somewhere like there. Maybe give okay, yourself there we go. a light tan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just light tan. See, I could do the color intensity too. So I could get all. You could have got a light tan today, actually. So I know it was was a good day for that. Finally, it was beautiful out. So he was saying how they had a a class of um, African American students that were there that were, uh, and they were they were getting mad that it was was like, well, what about black balance? Why can't we have black balance? Why does it have to be white balance? Like, well, it's just what it is. It's just your trick. Like you have to. So people that don't know, it's like you you apparently in the industry, you zoom in on a white sheet of paper, like the, the floor director stands there with a sh- white sheet of paper and you zoom in on it and then you hit the white balance button and it kind of calibrates the camera around. Okay. This is white. And then all the rest of the colors kind of appear, you mm-hmm. know, in, in comparison to that. So anyway, it's just called white balance. It's just a term. So anyway, I was like, you just can't escape it anywhere you go. Every, everything, everything's right. Somebody's got to get offended at something, right? I know. I know. Well, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like uh, being offended is, the currency of the day it's the new you know? normal it's yeah the new normal yeah oh speaking of this was fantastic i'm sure everybody's talking about it but you you saw did you see have you seen the martin luther king statue in uh oh in boston the, the yeah that was wow what the hell that is going was a on wow. with that? what is going on <laughs> with that dude let's see for those of you folks listening i'm sure all of you have seen hundreds of memes about it already but it's like <laughs> It's like, okay, so you type in a, yeah, okay, so uh, let's see, what's a good one? There's a good one right there. Well, I'm trying to pull up a picture here. Okay, so for th- those of you that, that may be listening, just go just type in Martin Luther King statue Boston. Okay, look at that. Look at that big one, that big one on the top right. Like, I just okay. want to know what 
what exactly is that? What what are we looking at? Some of these, <laughs> please tell me what this is. <laughs> it's, it's a lady holding a, a piece of poop. It looks like <laughs> a lady covered in poop is holding a big piece of poop. It looks like. Um, when I first saw it, it was from a different angle, and it <laughs> yeah. literally looked like somebody was, you know, all up in somebody's snatch business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Let's see. Here's a different angle. So this is probably what they were trying to trying to achieve maybe like that but maybe oh yeah yeah there we go there's some something like for every angle is disturbing in different ways i know like what what <laughs> okay so this is supposed to memorialize him right yeah what about their life uh i mean i i don't get it I don't get it either. I don't get it. I'd like to pick the brain of the artist who made this. Yes. And ask him, what the hell were you thinking? What's up? Yeah, totally. I think like, I saw it from the back. And that's why I was like, yeah, is there like a head in a twat or something? Yeah, yeah like, Sorry. I don't want to well, be graphic, but yeah, I, mean, I was no, like, you're right. Ah. You can be as graphic as you want on this show, but it's like, depending ah, on what funny. angle you look, it's either, it's either some sort of sexual act, poop or a giant black. <laughs> that's what it is. That's all it is. That's all we're getting. You know, it's, it's just like, what the heck? So, I mean, it's interesting. So, you know, oh, and that's so, art. That's <sighs> art. That's art. And they, I think they spent $15 million on that, which is crazy. Oh, well, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I um, think it's just a money laundering. Yeah. Money laundering, Did Hunter much. Biden make that by any chance? Oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. That's good. I'm sure he was a consultant on that project. Oh, for sure. my gosh. I don't. That's good. I don't get it. And even like uh, kind of on the same topic, but like all the vagina museums that are popping up everywhere. Ooh, I'm not what? familiar with this. What? It's like they're taking little kids like, you know, oh. kindergarten kids to these museums. And and the whole exhibit is like vaginas all over the wall. Okay. And I'm like hypersexualization yeah. of their kids much yeah and what, what's uh, that's artwork now yeah i'm looking at some of these i don't even know if i can show them on rough end, yeah probably not that's all right i mean it is art right so you can you can get away with just about anything under the mm. guise of art but i know martin from Rockfin gets uh a little testy about things sometimes so yeah we won't do that buttons. yeah sorry martin <laughs> I, I don't know if that's okay with martin yeah, so there we go. So um, it's kind of funny. I just noticed in StreamYard here, I have a functionality of you know, live chats coming through. And since I don't broadcast on YouTube because YouTube is evil mm -hmm. and I have nothing nice to say about them. But right. I do do I do shoot the stream out to Twitch and I've never like paid attention to it. But it looks like we actually have a listener on Twitch. John Anomalous. Nice. What's up, dude? Hanging out. So shout out to John over in Twitch. Like, how's Twitch? Like, I hear something like not too. I, I watch I watch things on Twitch. Sometimes. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. cool. I just plugged it in when I was setting the thing up and I just set it up and forgot about it. I don't think I've ever had anybody on Twitch before, but there we go. What's up, Twitch? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, so you know, I think it's interesting about Martin Luther King. It's like we don't we haven't been told the full story on any account with anything involving that situation. Are you have you done a dive into that situation before? Well, <clears throat> funny because um, like we were just downtown the other day because we were we were showing our friend around downtown and uh -huh. 
of course, he was shot here yeah. in Memphis yeah. at the Lorraine Hotel. Mm-hmm. And th- wow, talk about money laundering. Um, they were converting, wink, wink, the, yeah. the hotel into um, a civil rights museum. Uh, but they have spent, it was like $12.7 million or some outrageous amount of shit. And if you drive by and look at it, it literally looks like they've maybe done one or two things to change it. Mm. And that is it. And I'm like, hmm, some of the politicians in Memphis getting rich, are they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's yeah. That so crazy. that the whole situation, um, I gotta say, makes me wonder because um, Memphis is a little bit on the uh, on the take side, if you yeah. want to put it nicely. Oh, yeah. totally. And so, um, of course, there's a lot of uh, three letter agency <clears throat> stuff oh, okay. here, and yeah, so yeah, yeah. you have to wonder if it wasn't a targeted takeout yeah i mean there's a lot of truth to that like we'll probably Mm -hmm. obviously never know um the exact reason for it but uh Mm -hmm. but there's definitely i mean there's so probably a lot of people don't know about this particular part is that um the 19 i think it was 1999 1998 civil trial are you familiar with this I don't think um, so. Yeah. So the, the King family and I've, uh, I'm trying to find it here. It's on, you can find the transcript of the entire, um, of the trial. Oh yeah. Jo- Jowers. I think his name is Lloyd Jowers or something like that. Anyway, they come to find other, and it, so that the family attorney was a guy named Dr. Uh, William Pepper has his book over there. William Pepper, Dr. Pepper. Right. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> hmm. and I know, I know it's one of those things where like, um, it's like where, where Hunter Biden, one of the theories is that um, when Hunter Biden was in the news for his crack smoking, right? That's when uh, Biden passed the bill to give to free give crack pipes. Crack pipe, yeah. Give free, yeah, so that way when you do a Google search for Biden crack pipe, it, it pops up this bill and it kind of obfuscates mm-hmm. his son's uh, escapades. Right. So I don't know. I don't know if they did the same thing with Dr. Pepper because Dr. Pepper was uncovering some very, very tenacious stuff so i don't know when i mean i feel like dr pepper's been around forever but anyway but it's maybe it's one of those things i don't know but uh (laughs) so they found this guy named lloyd jowers i think it's lloyd and i I can't remember the exact specifics of the case but it basically came out that he uh was involved in the assassination like he was like the money man who like handed Mm -hmm. money off between um assassins you know people that were involved and uh, uh uh not oswald um Oh gosh. Remember the guy that, that went up for it, the Patsy in this one? What was his name? Uh who shot MLK? <clears throat> I can't name? remember. Yeah, what's his name? I don't it's right on the tip of my tongue. It's another three. Oh, James Earl Ray. Yeah, James Earl Ray. So he was caught up in it. He got arrested and he went to uh he went to court and basically had this lawyer that he was trying to get rid of because his lawyer was just dirtbagging him the whole time. And his lawyer talked him into pleading guilty. He's like, look, 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 just just I know you want a different lawyer, but you're stuck with me for now. Listen, just plead guilty, and then when you're on appeal, you can get it. You can get a new lawyer and get it overturned. No problem. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, what great yeah. advice. Yeah, that's basically. <laughs> well, you think you know this guy just wanted to get a guilty conviction, right? So right. So they, he talked him in. James Earl Ray talked him into pleading guilty, and then, um, pled guilty, and then that was it. 
that stuck. And and he spent the rest of his life in prison trying to fight his case. But it always came back to, well, you pleaded guilty. Sorry. You know what I mean? Well, and there, like I said, there is so much corruption yeah. uh, in Memphis. Yeah. But if anybody like uh, is familiar with Memphis or tours Memphis, mm-hmm. this hotel is not like uh, on the main strip or anything like that. It's it's off an offshoot downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually on Union. And, you know, for somebody to have done that to me, it had to be one of the one of the gangsters here. Yeah, yeah. because it's it's literally full of it. And and also, um, like on another note about Memphis being a you know port city, mm-hmm. um, there's so much smuggling and shit that goes on here. Literally, uh, like during the um, <clears throat> fake demic uh, that was going yeah. on. Uh, they caught like a ship bringing in, it was like how many hundreds of tons of like, uh, vaccination cards that were fake stuff like that. There's always, you know, uh, Hispanics being smuggled through the ports here and literally all kinds of shit all the time. Tons of drugs. Yeah. It's a big drug city. Yeah, Big I can Crime I've heard City. That. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I've Memphis Memphis really is crazy. like up there on the top of the list for like the murder capital. <laughs> yeah, I've I've heard about that Woo! as well. Definitely. <laughs> um yeah, I drove through Memphis on the way here. I came up through um Texas and then Arkansas. So I came mm-hmm. in to the east side or the west side of the state and then came into uh um actually came in. So I I did find something here. I don't really have any way to put this in the chat from here, but um if you just if you guys like search uh, MLK, what did I type? It's like the first thing that you can get a transcript. MLK website, civil case transcript. So Dr. Pepper did a whole bunch of work, uncovered this guy, the money bag guy. And they did uncover some like organized crime people that were involved and mm-hmm. actual agents of the government that were involved in the uh-huh. situation. Too. <laughs> yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And it yeah, was like, what I said. It was military. It was like a, a division of the U.S. Army or something like that. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't remember it specifically. But the, the point is, is that if you pull up the, the transcript of the trial, the 1999 civil case, you can read the whole thing. And in the very, very end where they're doing the guilty verdicts, it's like, OK, in this case, how do you plead guilty or how, or how do you uh, how does the jury find? And it's like guilty, guilty, guilty. And one of them is like, do you find like the fourth division of the U.S. Army special forces, blah, blah, blah. Do you how do you find them? And it's guilty guilty mm-hmm. and so it's like literally and i think the fbi too i can't i can't sit, sit on that 100 oh, yeah because like, we have a field office yeah 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 and so it's like the fbi the local police i think it was <clears throat> local sheriff's oh, department local police yeah they're and right like, and and the like the military were found guilty in court mm-hmm. of conspiring right. to assassinate martin luther king which is crazy and guaranteed nothing ever happened because no. Our politicians are so freaking corrupt. It is yeah. not even funny. I yeah. mean, you would think you would think that our politicians came from state like California. Yeah. There's a That's lot of corruption crazy. here. Which is crazy because I just um it seems like such a nice, happy place, man. Like I don't mm-hmm. know. Do you feel like do you feel like Nashville or Memphis is more corrupt? What do you think? Oh Lord. Um I would say it's a toss up between the yeah. two, but here, uh, like I said, being the port city and stuff mm. uh, and so many like uh, three letter agency involvement and you've got military involvement and literally everything. Uh, the police are 
super duper corrupt here. Um, so I would I would venture to say Memphis because okay. we have the very unsavory element here. Yeah, yeah. even though kind of like uh, Nashville kind of has the connotation of like the music scene, so it's kind of like an mm -hmm. entertainment industry type place. And so I'm sure there's right. like some organized crime involved there. But yeah, and see, Memphis has like famous like sun studios and and mm -hmm. stuff like that you know is that like elvis yeah so yeah. we have like the famous you know recording studios and stuff here so you know there's there's uh shady dealings going on in the music industry here as well because okay. it's like the blues capital of tennessee so. yeah well see i'm a blues guy like that's what i play i play blues like that's i'm mm -hmm. just like I'm, I'm a guitarist and that's kind of been my background is learning blues and mm -hmm. that evolves into other genres but really at the core blues so right that would be, probably be the one main reason i'd come to memphis is to check out the is there still yeah. like is there still a blues scene there like is yes it, on okay. uh downtown on beale street that okay. is a big uh big deal and like every year in the month of may mm -hmm. um they have the beale street music festivals is them but they also have a jazz festival barbecue festival stuff like that but everything downtown um, it's like BB King's Blues Club, and and there's all kinds of blues uh, wow. players and stuff okay. up and down Beale Street, and all the restaurants and bars, and yeah, Whoa. it's a big deal. Yep. Wow! And so BB King's place is that is that where BB King mm -hmm. was from? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I guess I didn't yeah. realize that. I saw it. that was the first concert I ever went to was BB King in uh, yep. outside of Portland in a big field. So they got lots and lots of blues players here. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. And then, and then of course I was going to say like, there's another side of Martin Luther King that nobody ever talks about. I was like, he was kind of a womanizer. Have you heard about all this? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, there was, there's there was plenty of documentaries about that. See, I, I didn't know about any of the documentaries. Like this has kind of come mm -hmm. to light recently in my uh, sphere, but like apparently he was caught like, you know, what was it? Um, secret videos of like him laughing as women are raped with like other people around him and stuff. It's mm -hmm. like, what the fuck dude? So he was kind of like, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what he that's had a about. he had a mistress, but I can't remember what her name was. But yeah, she was she was part of his life for quite a long time. So yeah. So do you so do you think that like this new statue is this like them mocking? Is this like what what do you think? Do you think it's because it's such an interesting overlap? You know, you have this guy who's like you know did a lot of good work in the world, and then mm -hmm. to be assassinated, you have to obviously piss somebody off. Right. And then is this is this statue just the continual like, you know, we, we know that they like to just uh, demoralize people. Right. You know, they, mm -hmm. when they when they when they, they listen in a very a sneaky, underhanded yeah. way. Yeah. 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 They like or, or maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe all of this evidence that's come out about him is just the continuation of demoralizing. It's like it's like with uh, all those erotic autoerotic asphyxiation cases where they're like, oh, yeah, he died like mm -hmm. choking himself while jerking off or something like that. It's like, right. It's like it's like <laughs> that's a horror. Like they probably kill you. And then they fabricate a story like that just to really right. drive it well, home, you know? And that's kind of a famous way to do things. And if if anybody has ever looked into like the Church of Scientology, mm. that's the kind of stuff that they do. Um, they shun you, like if you're if you escape, right? Mm -hmm. Um, then you're not allowed to talk to your family members or you know, your kids or anybody that's still in it. And then they will fabricate things to destroy your reputation if you try to speak out about them or whatever. So, you know, always planting stories in the news that somebody's a drug addict or 
you know, uh, things like that. It, it's always mm -hmm. something. And they're, they're famous for that. They have a whole department that does that kind of work for them. Yeah, definitely. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, I think one of the things they I've talked about this before, one of the things they didn't take into consideration, like with all of these truthers and all these people that have been like, you know, very vocal over the last few years, mm -hmm. you know, you know, yourself, like all the people we mm -hmm. run with, it's like, we've become very resilient. Like, it's like, Oh, what are you gonna do? Make Definitely. Fun of me? What are you going to do? Like, say that I like drugs. Like, I talk about how I used to do drugs all the time. Like, what are you going to do? What are you gonna mm -hmm. do? Like, like, well, we know that they have ways of like manufacturing, planting and doing it's so, things and it's but... so funny you know because i've had that like so many times now where people are like oh my god like i'm totally gonna expose you i know things about your past and yeah. i was like if you actually listen to my show yeah. i've literally talked about my entire past so there yeah. is nothing you can bring up that exactly. i haven't already said which i love i love that dude and it's like what are you gonna do are you gonna call me a, a white supremacist or something like mm -hmm. okay okay well anybody that knows me knows me that that's not anywhere near the truth so it's like okay exactly. so bring it on bring it on bring your attacks yeah fine well and it's i'm to the point now i'm so old i don't really care <sighs> what people say about me you know it you can't say anything about me that's gonna hurt my feelings mm -hmm. if you like me you do if you don't you don't and mm -hmm. if you don't i don't really care no I just exactly. Don't. exactly and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tiptoe around things or sugarcoat or mm -hmm. candy coat anything for anyone because I don't do it for my kids. I'm sure not going to do it for a stranger. Exactly. Exactly. Sorry. <laughs> and it's interesting too, because it's, it's pretty easy. Like all we have to, like we have principles. I feel like we have, and if anything, this right. really, this last couple of years really reinforced our principles. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, they're yeah. unwavering. It's not like the other side where it's like, you know, whatever time of day it is, or depending on who I'm right. talking to, my set of values and principles vary and are different and how mm -hmm. I talk and who I am is different. Could, depending on the situation or where I'm at or who I'm talking to, you know, it's like, no, we have principles, guiding principles. Right. And, uh, and, and we're just unwavering from those, you know, and it makes it so much easier. It makes it so much easier. A hundred percent. And I, I would never, I would never change for anybody because uh, I love me. Mm -hmm. uh, I love the person that I am and, you know, my weirdo ways and my, you know, the things that I believe in. And I've always been the same person. I'm the same on and off air that, you yeah. know, I'm the same person. I try to be uh, too. That'll never change for me. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I try to force jokes too much on the air when in real life I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, bam. Like sometimes I can drop some good ones. But on the air, I try to be too funny sometimes. Maybe that's just my perception. But anyway, <laughs> sometimes I got some good zingers though. But, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so speaking of, speaking of, one of the things that's always fascinated me about you is that um, like very early on in COVID, so you were working as a nurse, right? Or do, are you still working as a nurse? No, no. no I retired. I yeah, I, I retired. I retired, thankfully, before um, that happened. But yeah, yeah I've, I have been like from the get go, like this is not what you think it is. Yeah. This is not any different than, you know, the common cold, the flu. It's listed in medical books, coronavirus as a flu. It's yeah. not, I mean, you know, I, I was a nurse when <clears throat> MERS came through, SARS came through. It's the exact same coronavirus. Yeah. It's just named something different. And what we do, and a lot of people don't understand this, is we rebrand mm -hmm. and rename things. They do the mm -hmm. same thing with drugs. Um, 
you know, prescription medications or whatever, but they do the same thing, you know, like uh, the a, a cold virus, let's say, which I don't believe in in viruses or bacteria, yes. but they will, you know, rebrand like this is something else. And oh my God, it's so much worse. And blah, blah, blah. blah. If you literally took the time to research um, what they have actually isolated, you're not going to find a whole hell of a lot of anything. Yeah, no, I got, I got excited there. Every time I meet a, a terrain theorist, I get excited. Yeah, so there you go. So, you know, I'm still very much on that journey. Mm -hmm. But uh, from what I've been able to piece together and the folks I've talked to, I've talked to like Tom Cowan and Alex Zek and mm -hmm. um, oh, have you ever read the book? I know. I'm sorry, guys. I talk about this book all the time, but maybe for new listeners, check it out. It's uh, uh, Goodbye Germ Theory by Dr. William Trebbing. Have you read that one? Mm -mm. Oh, that was so good. It's actually on Audible, which is surprising because there's a lot of like our types of books, like still on audible. Like, I don't know. What That's impressive. That, but yeah, there's a lot of them. Like, <clears throat> I think like Judy Mikovits's books are on there and it's like, um, anyway, so I haven't quite figured out that one yet, but, uh, but goodbye germ theory. If you're really looking to get some good gravy about, um, terrain theory, that one, that one's fantastic. And he goes even mm -hmm. this, and it was, and, and I've explained this before, so pardon me folks, but he talks about how, and the book is written in 2004, and he, he ties it into the childhood vaccine schedule. And mm -hmm. he talks about how that is such a huge component of the overall agenda, right? A hundred percent. Make, make customers, pharmaceutical customers for, for life, life and, mm -hmm. and to like capture and hijack your innate immune system at an early age, like all this stuff, right? And he talks about how they are positioning themselves. These pharmaceutical companies are positioning themselves to where someday there's going to be some fake or there's gonna be some situation where they're gonna mandate a vaccine you know what i mean and they're gonna mm -hmm. use that as a way to take people's civil liberties like kind of seize power as if they are a government right and he's like describing this in 2004 and mm -hmm. and about halfway through the book all of a sudden he shifts gears and he starts talking about 9-11 and he starts talking about like the people behind 9-11 are the same people behind i'm like behind this whole pharmaceutical i'm like dude mm -hmm. this guy is a, this guy's amazing so yeah he's great um, I had him on the show before. He's pretty accessible. He's on Telegram. He's like on Telegram chatting, but uh, he's fantastic. He was, well, and the thing yeah. about the um the vaccines for um the VFC vaccines for children program, I actually ran that when I was a oh, nurse. Wow. Okay. Um, and so I was administrator for that where I worked at. Uh, yeah. I apologize for that now. Uh, boy, I did not know what I know now back then. Uh, but for people that are listening who have uh, kids that are of age or almost of age for vaccinations, mm -hmm. I strongly urge you to look up. It's called the Vaccine Excipient Summary. Mm -hmm. um, and this is on CDC.gov's website. Type in that. Then you'll have some um some writings that pop up at the bottom and it's in the pink book and it says vaccine excipient summary. <clears throat> and what these are, are a list of added elements to every vaccination. So you will find heavy metals, you will find uh, commercial detergents, you will find uh, antibiotics, cow cells, uh, dog cells, all kinds of shit that is in each and every one of the vaccines on the federal schedule. 
Damn. So, yes. And if there's words on there where you don't know what it is, highlight that word, go look it up and you will know. But almost there's a large percentage of vaccinations um, that have polysorbate 80 in mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Polysorbate 80 on the MSDS sheet, which is a material data safety sheet. Um, I also ran the MSDS uh, safety stuff for our facility because I was a safety officer as well. But um, on the MSDS sheet for that particular thing, it has not been tested in humans, but in animals it is found to be highly carcinogenic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that is in, in almost all of the ones that are on the federal schedule for children. Wow. Yeah. We're looking at this right here, folks. So we're doing it live. This is so MMR, MMR vaccine right here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sorbitol. That that sounds Mm -hmm. lovely. Hydrolyzed gelatin. Look at this, guys. You ready Mm -hmm. for this one? So your kids, when you're getting your MMR vaccines, it's a recombinant human albumin. Right. That's (laughs) human protein. And so you are getting uh, all kinds of, uh, like I said, there's uh, MCR five i think yeah. it is yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um as is, is on is on uh several of these and that is actually fetal tissue, fetal tissue um yeah. so these are additives to the active ingredients of the vaccination <laughs> now mrc5 isn't that um was that the one that they took from that lady that had like the um she has like the what is it like the the Lazarus gene or something like that, that just like, do you know what I'm talking about? Like there was a lady back in the sixties or something where they found like she, her genetic composition was like such that her something about her, like it just keeps multiplying. They took a sample of her genetics and they're still using her cell line today. That's interesting. Yeah. And you, yeah, you can actually buy uh, some of these like human cells and, and animal cells and whatever you can actually buy them online. Wow. Um, and that's disturbing. So you can actually buy fetal tissue uh, yep. online. Yep. Yeah. Look at look at the DTAP. So DTAP, what is that again? Remind me, what's the D- DTAP? Uh, that is diphtheria, tetanus, okay. and pertussis. Okay. So you guys, so that's a that's a very popular one. That's right. One of that's favorite. on the federal schedule. All right, guys, look at this. You got uh, aluminum formaldehyde. formaldehyde. <laughs> formaldehyde, aluminum, aluminum hydroxodium chloride. Oh, that's just salt. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Polysorbate 80. So, yep. folks, folks, yep. you better recognize you heard it here yep. first. Well, you didn't hear so it. you well, maybe look up literally every one of these words if you're not familiar, you know, what they are. But there's there's some of them that have you've heard of anhydrous ammonia, right? Uh, I believe so. Remind me what that okay, is. They use they use um, anhydrous ammonia like um, on farms and stuff. It is a very toxic chemical. Oh, okay. Also, what? Uh, people used to <laughs> manufacture meth in a lot of okay. uh, instances, and and you'll find uh, derivatives of anhydrous ammonia in childhood vaccinations as well. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. getting them, getting them tweaking early, huh? Getting them like mm-hmm. oh, okay. Maybe my parent, maybe that was it. Maybe my parents gave me a bunch of anhydrous. <laughs> that's what's wrong with us now. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's what sent me on the wrong path there for a few years. But uh, anyway, so what? I'm really curious. So you were in that field. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. like, what was that like for you to start to, okay. What was it that kind of shook you loose? Um, that? My daughter getting vaccine injured. 
Okay. Uh, and it was from because you have the the federally mandated vaccinations um, mm -hmm. on the schedule, and then each state also has um, what they prefer in their state that their uh, kids are required before they go into the school system. And so each state is a little bit different. They're not all the same. And so ours was like trying to mandate the HPV vaccine, mm. uh, which is the cervical cancer vaccine. And so they were, you know, like Indiana was requiring it. And so I gave my daughter the first dose. Um, and mind you, this is uh, way before I knew like any of this that's going on because my daughter's an adult. Um, and so given her the first dose, uh, she started having all kind of complications uh, with her GI tract. Um, you know, she would eat and like things would come out her nose. She would vomit things out her nose. How old was uh, she at this time? Young. Okay. Uh, she was probably, I don't want to say like 10. Okay. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, started not being able to digest food and uh, all kinds of massive stomach pain and and things like that. And so um, we spent I can't tell you how many thousands and thousands of dollars and uh, specialists and children's hospitals and and stuff. And then finally uh, discovered that it was from the vaccination. Mm. And so never gave her another one of them. Uh, it was another thing where the facility that I worked at was a, a teaching hospital. And so um, we were a pilot area for like when they released the, um, the varicella vaccine, which is mm -hmm. chicken pox. Okay. And so they're like um, one dose of this is going to be great. It's going to prevent you from getting this mm -hmm. where does that sound familiar right yeah exactly um and so then you know after a while the state was like oh well the you know cdc said uh two doses and, and that'll that'll definitely stop it then mm. then you know nobody will have breakthrough cases and so then we had to start reporting uh statewide if somebody had gotten the vaccination and they came in like literally di four different classes of like how many spots you guesstimate that person had on their body. Hmm. And so it was like, you know, like zero to 50 or 51 to whatever. And it was like these different categories. And then we would have to fax it to the state because they were seeing so many people that were still getting chicken pox even though we were told it wasn't going to happen. And so this is something that has occurred repeatedly throughout history. Same thing with the polio vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where they made the polio vaccine uh, <laughs> from cow pus. Um, Cause at the time it was a very loose definition of polio, right? Mm -hmm. Anybody that had any kind of tick um, or twitch or anything like that was deemed to have polio. So imagine like, have you ever had like your eyelid twitch sure. or your face twitch or, oh, yeah. you know, anything, whatever uh, you automatically have polio. Oh. Um, and so we're, 
were going to come out with this vaccinations and that it was the same thing. And it's been the same thing throughout history. That's why um, with uh, on the federal childhood schedule, you mm-hmm. have four or in some states, five mm-hmm. polio, DTAP, mm-hmm. uh, Prevnar, uh, all of those kind of things, which Prevnar is, is to <laughs> prevent influenza. Mm. Um, and so you have all of these things. It's like one is going to work. Okay. No, wait, it's two. Uh, uh, hold on a minute. It's three. Uh, no, four. Hmm. Maybe five. What are they doing now with the Pfizer vaccination? Same thing. Same thing. The how mod, many, like the, the how many times do you need boosted? So there's people that have already had four boosters. Yep. You will never have enough. And that is what, like I said, repeatedly throughout history. um, That is exactly what's happened with our vaccinations where the quote science uh, behind it, which is bought and paid for science by the Mm -hmm. pharmaceutical companies um, tells you, you need this to stop such and such a thing. Oh, wait a minute. You're going to have to have more than just one because this is, you know, we underestimated. But if you get a second one, it's going to boost your immune system so much. Mm-hmm. You were born with natural immunity um, and natural immunity will take care of anything unless you are a very unhealthy person and you eat sugar and processed food all the time. Uh, if you do not uh, and you watch what you eat and watch what you drink, you will not get sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And and what is sickness right now that we're moving away from like a germ model into like a, you know, where you it's like hear a, mine. Yeah. You let's hear, hear what it, I, think I would it is? love to. I'd love to. Um, you are expelling toxins mm-hmm. that you take in. So it's not only toxins that you take in through your food, um, or anything that you drink, any products that you do, uh, household products, uh, laundry soap, you know, cleaners, whatever, uh, soap, shampoos, all that kind of stuff. But you're getting them environmentally as well. You're breathing mm-hmm. them in. Uh, you're touching things at all times that are toxins that absorb through your skin. Look at the shit they spray in the sky mm-hmm. all the time. And so what your body does when it comes in contact with those, your immune system kicks in on multiple different levels and it creates what's called exosomes, Mm -hmm. which basically like, um, think of it like, um, you ever seen those, uh, like bubble fighting things that people do where you can, you know, put the, put the blow up bubble around you and then you have like bubble wars or whatever. Yeah. 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 So think of an exosome like that. It literally will pick up a toxin and, and put this like bubble around it to expel from your body. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see it, but that's that's exactly what your body does. It creates an exosome to expel that from your body. And so like uh if you get a fever, don't freak out. Fever mm-hmm. is a great thing because that's yeah. your body's way of re-regulating itself. Exactly. And then that's yeah. the way I look at it too. It's like, you know, it's just a purge. And it's kind of funny you mentioned yeah. that because mm-hmm. I'm kind of having that going on right now. You know, I woke mm-hmm. up this morning and I wasn't feeling all that good. And I had a mm-hmm. one of my jobs that I kind of like, <clears throat> I just do regular maintenance at this like uh, apartment complex. And they had a whole punch list of things to do. And I just call them like, yeah, I think I'm going to take the day off. 
because I'm not feeling good and I can't afford to like this having to turn into like a whole week, two week mm-hmm. thing. And so if I just rest right. today, you know what I mean? And then by about noon, I was feeling pretty good, man. The sun was out. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. And so I like, I went down my list of other things to do the punch list. I'm like, I can go do this one real quick. So I went over mm-hmm. and busted out and that turned into a whole project that I wasn't really <laughs> wanting to have to deal with today. But, uh, as these things tend to do, but, um, you know, I'm looking at it like, yeah, man, my body's just doing what it's designed to do. You know, the mm-hmm. sickness is like, and that's the thing is like, they've got everybody convinced like this, the, the fever, the sickness itself mm-hmm. is the scariest thing in the world, but that's like your body just doing what it's designed to do. And it's a good thing. Right. Well that, and think at how many people, uh, like their eyes water and, and they'll go, Oh my God, I have allergies. Like, Oh, I should go, you know, take some Benadryl or, or take a prescription med for this because my eyes are watering. Well, guess what? Your eyes are watering because it's trying to get rid of toxins that have entered your, your eyeballs. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's amazing what our bodies are designed to do and sneezing. Yeah. Sneezing is another one. So don't freak out if you sneeze. Yep. 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 So this is amazing that you seem to be very well versed in the, uh, just the overall broad spectrum of, of vaccine, childhood vaccine. So mm-hmm. um, it's something I love to talk about too. You know, I've done a lot of research around it, but it's, it's hard to sometimes um, get into it with anybody who hasn't really investigated this stuff before, you know, mm-hmm. or, or somebody who's just not there yet. You know, I've talked right. to somebody recently and like, they're awake to everything, all this stuff, but not there with the vaccines. You know what I mean? Right. And, and I was that person too, like even post COVID, like my old co-host Ed had to red pill me on vaccines. Like I didn't know mm-hmm. anything about this stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, it's a lot. It, it, it is really lot. is. Yeah. yeah. I'm all the way there now. And, uh, you know, I didn't know about this though, about the, uh, um, the excipient summary. That's mm-hmm. amazing. So, uh, that's great. Um, so what I know that the big ones, the, the big ones, when people are pushing back on like, well, I thought the science was settled, you know what I mean? Like, and even myself, like I remember it was like, see, we touched on polio a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's measles too. Um, right. do you know much about like the, the, the myth around measles? Like, like if someone were to say like, well, it cured measles, what would be your response to that? Well, and that's the funny thing because that's what you're always going to hear. Same yep. thing with polio. It eradicated yep. polio. Well, here's what happens. Remember what I told you about how they diagnosed people back in the mm-hmm. day. This is long before I was born and I'm old. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was based on like ticks and, and stuff. Same thing like of their assumptive diagnosis during COVID. If you were sneezing or you had a fever or a, a sinus thing going on, you automatically had COVID. They didn't even have to test you. They just looked at you and said you had something. Um, and so when they say they eradicated something, Things come and go, they they um, wax and wane basically in our in our world. Mm-hmm. And so you may see uh, like a giant case of flu come through. okay, let's say that uh, even though I don't believe in that, but we're gonna say a big case of flu comes through, uh, like the Spanish flu back in 1918, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so deadly. And that's when they first decided they were going to get everybody vaccinated. Uh, they're going to make everybody wear a mask. And mm. then it naturally will go away. And so mm. it will burn out. And that is what's happened literally throughout history. You know, and this usually centers around uh, when uh, new technology takes place. Mm. 
uh, like 5G was the latest one, right? And mm -hmm, so we mm -hmm. have seen all these big scary things uh, come out. Uh, same thing happened when they rolled out 4G, 3G, all of that kind of stuff. Mm. And so anytime there is a new uh, technology manipulation or rollout, that is when you're going to see large quantities of sickness come through. So are they directly causally related? Mm -hmm. Yes, they are. Mm -hmm. Because again, if you look at the vaccine excipient summary from childhood, you're getting heavy doses of, of heavy metals all throughout your childhood vaccination. And so each time that they turn on a new technology, what does that do inside of your body? Yeah. Yeah, because your you're metallic. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly, you guys. So big shout out again, you guys. TruthTRS.com. Mm -hmm. Heavy Metal Detox, baby. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my um, son. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's fascinating. And then, of course, like mm -hmm. a, a lot of it has to do with just like the hygiene, right? The height, like, right. like, Correct. like, particularly around polio. Like, everyone's seen yes. that graph of like, you know, the, the massive, like up here, the mountaintop of polio cases, and then it drops drops all the way down in like 1953 at the very bottom of the valley of that that whole case right. num number it's like oh this is when the vaccine was introduced so right okay. Okay. and it has it has like i said nothing to do with that and the funny thing is um talking about you know germ theory and terrain theory mm -hmm. there was one prior to both of those it was called the miasmatic theory mm. and that was your external environment causes you to get sick and so what that is is like uh, a dead rotting decaying carcass in the water or back in the day when people are peeing and pooping in the street okay mm -hmm. so think of modern day we got people peeing and pooping in the street sure. in california in nancy yeah. pelosi's district and so we're we're going backwards on sanitation type stuff because we're allowing things like that, or you're allowing uh, rampant, you know, uh, IV drug use in the streets. Mm -hmm. um, and then they throw those needles down. It rains. It goes into the, this, the storm drains and stuff. That water gets recycled into your water treatment facility plants. Mm -hmm. And so it's like you're putting that, that garbage like right back in the water. And so people mm -hmm. are obviously going to get sick. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that reminds me of like uh, Whitney Webb was covering this uh, <clears throat> thing about how they were monitoring sewage treatment plants to, to mm -hmm. test for COVID. You remember that where they were detecting yes, outbreaks? They're the doing the same thing yeah. because they have found polio, mm -hmm. um, oral polio mm -hmm. in uh, multiple different water supplies. New York was the first one. Yeah. Um, but then again, like I said, you have open drug use uh, yeah. that's allowable on the streets. You have people shitting in the subway, yeah. it, you know, the whole nine yards. And so, um, the environmental toxins from that, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, because when you, when you poop, you're excreting toxins mm -hmm. literally all the time. And so that's going back into, you know, the air, it goes back into, the water people touch things that have feces on it and they don't even know it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, shoot, Janet, what are you, uh, what, what are you hopeful for 2023? You know what? 
me and my own little bubble, my little happy bubble in mm-hmm. my little uh, Janet world, mm-hmm. uh, I just don't worry about anything. Yeah. N- nothing bothers me. Nothing gets to me because I don't let it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't pay attention to. I'll look at the news about certain things and then I'll be like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Uh, it goes you. like in my eyeballs and right back out. It's stupid. Um, now, as far as I do, I think they're going to continue to keep doing stuff to uh, stranglehold the population a hundred percent. But th- that's only going to succeed if people continue to allow it to happen. I'm a fighter, so mm-hmm. you can shoot me dead on my doorstep if you need to, but I'll go down fighting. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's very obvious that their whole narrative and everything's collapsing. Like, apparently, I just heard mm-hmm. today that, like, a bunch of they're doing Davos, you know, the World Economic Forum right. meeting out in Switzerland. And, like, all the people didn't show up because they realized it's, like, not well, not all the people, but like all the kind of big, big wig people, like, right. kind of generally, like George would, Soros. Yeah, George Soros. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, they're realizing it's not a good look to be associated with those people. And so they're kind of backing off that. So, you know, right they're not going to give up. They're going to regroup. They're going to come up with a new plan. And, and I don't know if, if we're just pushing them into a corner, you know, if we're pushing them into a corner, they're just going to get more desperate, but I, I hope not more desperate, but just more comical and absurd. That's what I hope for. They're just going to so, be like, here's this. And they're like, no dude. You're, you're, you're so like, what do you think of? Um, okay. So first we had the Southwest Southwest airlines. Uh, thing, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. And then what was it like a week later or a couple days later, we had the whole FAA grounded like all the flights mm-hmm. because of the computer glitch malfunction, whatever horseshit yeah. they spun it in. Yep. Yep. Um, the very next day, all of our banking systems in town were down. Oh, now this is a city. Because uh, I was in Memphis at the time. So I'm, I'm not talking out here in the country. I'm talking actually in Memphis. They were all mm-hmm. down. And so uh, you're talking about a population that has millions of people mm-hmm. in Memphis because it's huge. Yeah. Um, so their next supposed thing uh, was climate lockdowns and then the cyber uh, threats where we mm-hmm. have I'm sure it's going to be blamed on Russia. Yep. Bad actors that are going to take our power grids down and stuff. And that's why, like, uh, it's going to be ass cold in the middle of the winter and, you know, whatever. And all everybody's power is going to go off. Yeah. So do you do you think things like that are going to keep happening? Do you think this was a coincidence or do you think these things were planned for their agenda? Um, I think a lot, I mean, so the overall big stuff, like, you know, whether or not, like what you can attribute COVID to, I think it was just another one of those like perfect storms, you know, it's like maybe Mm -hmm. never let a good crisis go to waste. And they saw opportunities all around and jumped on it. You know, we saw, I remember 2019, like December, 2019, I remember all the CEOs were stepping down from all the big corporations. You remember that? And we were all like, we're all like sealed indictments, like. You know, we we're like mm-hmm. Q. Maybe Q is right. You know what I mean? Sealed indictments. But no, no, no. They just realized that it was a shit storm coming, right? <laughs> right. And I've, and I've heard a lot of people attribute that to what's called the repo market. Have you looked into this at all? Um, basically, um, there's a really good guy named Alex Craner. Um, he's over in uh, he's in Europe somewhere. I can't remember exactly where, 
but he does a great breakdown of this. And I've heard this in other places too, like corroborated from other people, but basically like they were on the verge of literally economic collapse <coughs> and they needed to shut down the economy. Like it had to be done. Right. And a lot of it had to do with, it's like because of time zones, um, you have one bank that closes at 5 PM in this time zone, but this bank is still open in this time zone. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like in order to reconcile their books over here, they have to, they, they have a system where they borrow money from the bank that's still open and they kind of just right. take the pan down the road. And it's just basically just like, just people just keep getting fronted money and like all the way over and over and over and over. And it's like just kicking the can down the road. And apparently that turned into a, like a situation that was going to literally destroy the whole economy and everything. And so they had to like shut down the economy. So that was one of the stories I heard. You know, so that that's that's a big piece of it. But then also, you know, they wrote they wrote papers, you know, they write papers about how like they're going to bring about a totalitarian world. Yeah. Like the, on the like the Nassara Jassara stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's kind of like what's what's written about in in that documentation of how um, like they have to control the, you know, the banking system or, or whatnot. To, mm -hmm. of, course, of course, you have to bring down the current banking system yeah. to implement the Biden coin, right? Yeah, Biden coin. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I feel like that's very much on the table, mm -hmm. you know, whether or not they had all this planned out. You know what I mean? Right. Or it's like, you know, I wouldn't put it past them. Like we, we've been joking forever where it's like they go to their AI and say, hey, AI, how can we take over the world? Mm -hmm. And uh now that we got that, um, actually, let, maybe I can try that here. Have you heard of that? The chat GPT thing? Chat GPT? Yeah, have you heard of chat GPT? Okay, so mm -mm. check it out. It's a new thing. Um, let me see if I can find uh, chat GPT. That's not the website. So <laughs> apparently it's this um, very, very, very powerful um, AI software that came out um, just a few weeks ago. It's kind of like been, you know, kind of the big deal where you – can tell it like let's say you're a coder and you want to like uh, you've got some code that you're writing and you can't figure something out you just ask chat gbt and it'll write you the code or you can be like hey chat gbt like write me a script about this or that and it, like writes you a whole script like in a matter of seconds it's just like and they're saying that this is going to be like the thing that takes over the world and blah 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 blah. but now i've oh it's at capacity right now so yeah i've tried this a few times recently and it's like it's apparently a lot of demand but um so I wanted what I was going to do. I wanted to ask it like, Hey, chat GPT, how can I take over the world? And it would be like, well, first you need to, uh, <laughs> right. have, have, have a virus breakout from the Wuhan <laughs> Institute mm -hmm. of Virology. Then you need to have this guy do this and this, and it could, it literally has the capacity to create such a tangled web of, uh, well, then this, and then this, and then this. And it's like, I know they have that technology. So maybe, maybe they're just asking the, the magic eight ball, like, Hey, how do we take over the world? Okay, you need to do this and this and this and this and this. And it'll just give you a blueprint of what you need to do. I don't know. Well, and here's the thing for me, though. I hate technology so much <laughs> that, like, I've even seen, like, people, like, doing, like, AI drawings of themselves yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, what the hell for? Okay, like, if you are a truther, mm. okay, and you're you literally spend your time running down rabbit holes and and whatever and you know about the transhumanism agenda that they're trying to implement agenda 2045 and the whole nine yards why are you doing this or yeah. why are you going out and buying like vr headsets and stuff why yeah you're helping further the agenda I mean, dude, I, I'm just as guilty. Like I, 
I know I don't get that though. And, and I know nothing, what you mean. nothing against you, but like so many people that I know were like doing these AI drawings and stuff or, you know, doing like mm -hmm. uh, VR headset stuff. And there's even like, I guess apps where you can do a, a VR like podcast or something. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what the hell for? Yeah. There's that. And why? Yeah. Why are you doing it? Yeah, I agree. I agree. You're, you're going to love this. So I, I just for status, false virtue, I pay, I pay Elon Musk $8 a month for a blue check yeah. mark just because I want <laughs> that little blue check mark, man. I want, I mean, come on. It's like a marketing thing. It's like, okay, I got to pay the piper to play the game, but it's like, you know, I am, I am contributing to uh, his escalation of all of his plans you know what i mean so yeah and i'm know. just i'm so i'm so like adverse to any of that stuff like i know i knew and this sounds really weird because so many people are probably gonna gasp at this but like when the whole crypto stuff came out mm -hmm. i got like holy cow like mm -hmm. creeped out by it and i'm like no yeah because this is an agenda wholeheartedly i see it it's dark it's i, I don't want anything to do with it yeah and like so many people were like flocking to crypto and and mm -hmm. stuff like that but it's kind of like um i would so much rather go back to the old days like when i grew up where you like if you want to talk to somebody write them a letter yeah you know what i mean yeah i i hate tech as far as like everything goes mm -hmm. i just do mm -hmm. yeah yeah there's one content creator owen benjamin he he encourages people to write him letters and so i've written him mm -hmm. a letter before on his show he reads them out loud it's pretty cool i always thought about that would be a fun thing to do like mm -hmm. send me letters you know here's my p.o box like send in like you know and he gets all kinds of awesome stuff sent to him like his listeners just make him things and just send him like right. gold and silver and then just all kinds of stuff it's like that's yeah. how he supports himself you know and see i love that kind of stuff though and <clears throat> yeah. and i kind of i kind of miss that because we didn't have cell phones and whatever back in my day and it, so it was like if you wanted to talk to somebody if you called them on the wired house phone or you literally walked or got on your bike and rode over to their house mm mhm yeah, totally. I kind of miss that. Yeah, I know. I know. We miss that. Now everyone's just staring <laughs> two inches in front of their face, and that's it, man. That's it. Um, well, I'm very hopeful for 2023. We got a lot of cool yep. stuff going on. I mean, I'm really excited to uh, explore Tennessee more. Like, it's just you guys got a lovely state here. So I'm very, oh, very it's, happy. Yeah. I'm telling you what, if you have not been to East Tennessee yet, you need to go check out the mountain area. Yeah, I haven't been to the mountain area. Oh I, went my rafting, God. I went rafting on the Ocoee River. And then I went to that camp out over kind of mm -hmm. by Knoxville, but I haven't been in the mountain right. areas yet. The Smoky yeah. Mountains, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so beautiful and, you know, peaceful and stuff. Now the roads are a little crazy, mm -hmm. mountain, windy mountain roads. Uh, but yeah, it is so, it is so worth going and it's beautiful. And of course, you know, you have all the stuff outside that you can do, if, especially if you like rafting. So. Cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. all about it, man. I can't wait. Well, yeah. Janet, tell us a little bit about your show. What's going on with your show? Deplorable oh, Nation. I forgot to plug it in the beginning, but Janet does a fantastic show called Deplorable Nation. You can find it on all podcast players. But tell us this, about it a little bit. Yeah, this is like um, going on my third year. Nice. Um, it will be my third year coming up really, really soon. And so um, we talk about literally everything. It just depends on who the guest is and, and what they you know, when I go over, but I've covered like tons of different medical stuff. 
um, people's medical conditions, uh, things that, you know, the medical community told them they would never heal from or get over things like that. Um, we do hidden cancer cures. We've done essential oils, but we also talk, um, like I just did one recently where I talked to a chef you know, and, and the kitchen politics and, and things like that. So it depends on who the person is and like what their, you know, what their story is, what their background mm -hmm. is. Cause I kind of like my show being, um, just like a chit chat, Yeah, you know, like they were sitting here with me at my house and totally. we're having a beer or something. Totally. And so, uh, you know, we'll cover conspiracies, politics, things like that. It just depends on the person and what they want to what they want to shoot for. So that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Well, I'm really curious. Do you have a few more minutes? And maybe I was going to say, yeah, let's have you, let's have you back to talk about, but I'm like, no, we can just do it now a little bit. So mm -hmm. you mentioned the, the hidden cancer cure stuff. So that's mm -hmm. something that I've kind of looked into myself mm -hmm. a little bit, like, uh, specifically, um, Latril. Are you familiar with Latril, uh, mm -hmm. vitamin, I think it's B17, I think something anyway. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's a natural, you can find it in um, different types of food. Basically, it's like apricot seeds. Mm -hmm. Apricot seeds, you know what I'm talking about with that? That whole yeah. pro Okay, so so Latril, I think, is the synthesized, like man-made version of that. Mm -hmm. Le illegal. It's illegal. It's illegal. Well, of course States. it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course. But, but, uh, but okay, so like the medical application of it. But I know like uh, G. Edward Griffin, they sell like a, a form of Latril, like it's some sort of like supplement or something like that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but what, so from what you've uncovered, like what would be some of the things that you've, you know, if you could summarize some of the stuff in terms of like alternative cancer treatments that you've come across? Like well, I'm going to, I'm going to give somebody, I'm going to give everybody a fun fact first. Sure. <clears throat> and then I'll kind of go into that. Um, so in operation paperclip, which everybody mm. knows about, right. We mm -hmm. brought all the German uh, people over here um, Two German scientists uh, one was at Harvard, one was at Yale. They were working in tandem together to come up with their first cancer treatment, which, mind you, uh, was something that was outlawed during the G Geneva Convention, okay. and that was mustard gas. Okay. Um, and so mustard gas derivatives, so it was uh, mustard nitrogen, was actually used as our first chemo therapy treatment here in the United States. Um, uh, it was outlawed because it is neurotoxic. It is poisonous to the body. Um, but that's what we're treating uh, cancer patients with from the get-go. So uh, that being said, uh, I ran across a doctor that is in Texas. Um, his name is Dr. Brzezinski. Mm. And he discovered that um, he can treat cancer with um, peptides that he found naturally occurring in, in the body. Um, people that don't have uh, cancer have high uh, instances of these peptides. People who do have cancer don't have them. And so he was treating patients with something that's naturally occurring in your body anyway, and has a very, very, very phenomenal success rate. Um, 
And so the government has raided his office like mm. 17 different times. Wow. Uh, they've threatened to pull his medical license. They've stolen his research. Uh, they've, you know, done all these things, but they can't replicate or duplicate what he was doing in his clinic. Um, and so the FDA and the CDC tried to take over his research for, for years and years and years. This has gone on since like 1979. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, he has a very successful uh, clinic in Texas at, okay. and, and a high success rate just from naturally occurring elements in your body. That's amazing. What's his name again? Brzezinski. Okay, Brzezinski. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, that, that name has like negative connotations for sure. But uh, yep. yeah, yeah, but okay. That's, be that's because uh, hit pieces put out by the government. Yeah. Because if you, if you actually dig into it and dig into um, trial transcripts and, and things like that, yeah. and he's been in front of the medical board multiple times, there's uh, interesting stories to read about uh, the director of the uh, CDC and the FDA back then and who they went on to work for. <laughs> totally. I was more talking about big new Brzezinski, you know, the guy that started the trilateral commission and all that. Stuff. Oh yeah. Like, no, like, this yeah, is not same different guy, guy. Yeah. different guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So yeah. And then the, his, uh, the other bad Brzezinski, his daughter works for like MSNBC now or she's an anchor yeah. at MSNBC because, now. So yeah. Brzezinski. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. This, so, this one's spelled completely different. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. 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 So good. this, you know, this, this is an interesting thing for here, but also um, there's a lot of research where uh, like Sweden has used uh, peroxide mm. uh, to, you know, kill cancer cells, things like that. Then again, you know, if your body's in balance and you're eating the right balance of things mm -hmm. uh, and keeping your pH in balance, you're not going to have cancer anyway. Interesting. So, interesting. Yeah. And orange okay. oil, orange okay. essential oil is actually uh, for patients that have cancer. It is very good to, to do orange oil, uh, two capsules of it a day, mm -hmm. therapeutic grade uh, oil, because what it does um, is works on your pH so that the cells don't spread and they will actually lessen. Uh, so if you, do you add that to your, uh, regimen of healthy stuff that you do, you're going to have good outcomes. That's amazing. That's amazing. And let me just say as a disclaimer, I am not giving medical advice. I am not oh. a doctor, blah, blah, blah. Okay. No, 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 no. Like just, you know, think for yourselves, folks. Yeah. Um. So I, I we've talked about this briefly before the show, but I'm going to the big great re uh, reawaken America tour this weekend in Nashville. What do you think? You should make the drive up. Hang out. <sighs> you know what? I would. However, uh, I am taking a road trip to Indiana for oh, okay. my for cool. my child's birthday. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Okay, well, you're a good, Mama. So there you go. Yeah, that's cool. Well, <laughs> we'll be hanging out. We'll represent represent that's the Tennessee right. Truth community out there. So cool. It should be well, a fun time, though. It's, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Well, shoot, Janet. We man, this was awesome. Like we got in some really good stuff today. Like this is great. So um, we're gonna have to do meet in real life here one of these days. Like, yes, we will. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll figure something out. Um, we're going to be putting on an event in March tentatively March 11th. We're trying to do a live music and speaker event here in Franklin. So, uh, nice. definitely let you know about that. If, if there's any chance you make it, we'd love to have you. Um, but yeah, tentatively March 11th is what we're looking at. So that goes for all of you out there. So anyway, 
All well, shoot, right. Janet, why don't you let the know let the people know where they can find you, find your show, find okay. your socials, all that stuff. Okay. Um, you can find my podcast, Deplorable Nation, on every podcast platform, plus on actual activists with mm-hmm. an S on the end.com. Thank you, okay. Matt Landman. Yeah, I was going to say Matt Landman, our buddy yep. Matt Landman, dude. I love, love Matt. you bunches, Matt. Yes. You're a cool dude. Yes. Uh, social media wise, you can find me on Twitter at no Janet K N O W because that's account number seven. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at deplorable Janet. Um, I am on Twitter, but I or I mean on Telegram, but I don't spend a whole lot of time on there. So cool, yeah, cool. Right on, guys. Well, please go follow up if you guys need some more medical advice. Just deep dives. Go check out Janet's show. Janet, thank you so much for being here. Thanks I really appreciate it. Um, and, uh, yeah, you guys, so you guys come check out the unjected show this Friday at 9 PM. Janet, we're gonna have to have you on as guest host. One of these days, we're going to start rotating in guest hosts. So, Fabulous. uh, but yeah, it's going to be streaming every Friday at 9 PM, uh, rockfin.com forward slash unjected. Um, doing big things over there. And, uh, yeah, you guys, I got, dude, I got, dude, I got some big episodes coming up. You guys, I got, uh, Jason Bassler tomorrow from the free thought thought project. That's at 1 PM. Um, we've got from, uh, uh let's see lonnie we're gonna be talking about like homesteading stuff on the 19th and then um i got james corbett on monday dude i got james corbett on monday nice big and then um dr shiva next wednesday dr shiva next wednesday and then we got uh, amanda who makes all my t-shirts she's like a health plant uh nutrition based enthusiast and so she's gonna come on the show and give us some like healthy eating tips and stuff so all kinds of good stuff guys so janet thank you so much for being here with me tonight and you guys go check out janet's show deplorable nation and we'll talk to you guys soon all right have a good one uh no fear just crushing in 2023 i'm trying to do my sign off so there you go there you go (laughs) all right guys talk to you later